snap to Fields, steps up. Now he's just got to launch. It's going to be a Hail Mary coming to the near side. Launches into the end zone, middle of the end zone, passes batted around, and it oh. is intercepted by Cleveland. I thought for a second that Mooney Darnell caught it. had it in his in I his thought he chest, caught it. and then he kicked it up in the air. Unbelievable. Cleveland's going to win the game. Darnell had it, kicked it up in the air. And recovering it in the air was DeAnthony Bell. And it's a 20-17 Cleveland win. A crusher for the Bears. Crusher indeed, Jeff Joniak. I'm going to guess that Jeff Joniak has never had a season of games that has been quite like this. With the three historical losses. Historical losses and the manner in which they lost. Yeah, it was a crusher indeed. You heard it right here. And your home of the Bears, ESPN 1000, Jeff Joniak, Tom Fair on the call in Cleveland. I'm Jeff Meller in for Sylvie today, who's under the weather here on Waddle and Sylvie. Our opportunity to bring in Jeff Joniak as he joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline here on ESPN 1000. Jeff, uh, can you answer Waddle's question? Have you ever had a season like this? Uh, you know, I did in the opposite direction. 2001, my first season on the two back-to-back uh, right. pick sixes yes. against Cleveland and San Francisco. <clears throat> Mike Brown, that was amazing. That was my first year. But, yeah, I mean, when you consider the fact, and I think uh, it's been noted now several times, first time in NFL history, three fourth-quarter losses in one season. It's never happened before. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm reading. Yeah. So, yeah, it has to be. Uh, yeah, just because you, you take a step back. Whether you're on the team flight headed back home and pondering what, what just happened and what it meant, or the games against New Orleans and Minnesota that they lost in tight one-score games and then the giveaway games that we've all mentioned here, just what this might be because you see growth. You see growth. Yeah. The defense, they're a badass defense. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are. And, yeah. and that was a weird call for me. I, I mentioned this to Tom. Uh, Thayer and I waddle. And good to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, you didn't call me. Uh, I didn't you call know? you. Yeah, <laughs> My phone up? hasn't been ringing either. I don't know what's going on here, but you know, we got to start. Whoa! What time up. out, man? <laughs> I called you. You just didn't answer. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, so I, I said it was the weirdest game because for me to call because throughout the game, I mean, I'm writing adjectives and words to describe the defense so I could refer to it later on my notes. You know, it was just impactful. It was. A swagger, and they were just killing people out there. Yeah, T.J. Edwards popping people. Balls are intercepted for touchdowns. Montez Sweat's a monster. But yet, they give up the big plays, and you lose the game. So you lost the game. So that's the underlining fact of things here. But they are getting better. This team is is not a pushover in any regard. Uh, They're not getting blown off the field by any means. And the offense, you know, is still not scoring enough points on a consistent basis. Yeah. So, you know, therein lies some of the problem. Uh, Jeff, not asking you to sell any secrets here, but, like, when you're traveling with this team, I would just ask you in general terms, did this one hit this group a little bit harder than a couple of the other very difficult losses that you just talked about? And and maybe we, you know, from the, those of us on the outside looking in, we heard some of that frustration in some of the post-game interviews because they had built some momentum and that things did look like they were turning the corner. Did this one sting a little more for the guys? 
Well, the plane has nothing to do with it because I know most people think there's a party going on when the Bears win and it's uh, a Morgan there when they don't because we're in the very, like, literally the last seats in the plane. And so players and coaches are all up front. And there's never any. Everybody puts their headphones on and they're watching their iPads working on the next game. And But I will say this from my interviews with the players one-on-one uh, for Marquee Network after the game. Oh, yeah. You can read it on their faces. I interviewed Montez Sweat, TJ Edwards. Uh, I can't remember who. Uh, oh, Justin Jones was very, very agitated and upset about this one because they did. They were they poured their heart in, into that game, and it, it, it didn't pay off. And, and therein wipes out some of the, the, the slim chance of playoffs. You know, they believed it. And i got to give credit to Cole Komet. He's the one that started the whole conversation out loud. And, and they kind of believed it. And while there's still a slim chance, so much has to happen in the right direction. You know, I, I can't really say that that's a strong possibility, but I'm not going to rule it out. But, yeah, it definitely it was a gut punch, flat yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Joniak, Voice of the Bears, joining us here on ESPN 1000. Jeff, you're, you're absolutely right. It does seem like, for all intents and purposes, that one did put the nail in the coffin for their playoff chances. But it was, to your point, like the way I, it wasn't just the Bears leading the game against the Browns, but... A lot of things that they wanted to go their way earlier in the day, or at least in the early games, was unfolding so yes. that it really was making it possible where if the Bears could hold on and beat the Browns in that game, you look at the three games on the schedule going forward, they're all very winnable games for the Bears, and it seems like huge opportunity missed. I guess I'll get to my question here is, what could the Bears have done differently as that game was unfolding to have avoided the outcome that they did? Make a big play, stop a big play. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I mean, I mean, when I, I, this has been one of my keys to the game for, for weeks on our Bears Game Day live shows. You know, when, when a play is there to be made, make it. Yeah. And I know you can't make every play, but make a lion's share of the, or, or a bear's share of the, of the, of the big plays. And, and that, that has not happened. I mean, still, after watching it over and over again, that throw by Joe Flacco. To yes. Amari, that was that's a big league throw, Jeff. That's, that's what a, we call that's what yeah. we call throwing a guy open. Yes. And, and if you saw, there was a diagram, I believe that that Bill Barnwell. I know you, you know, like me, I, and you and I are kind of on the same page with social media. I, not there as much as others, but he t- showed a tweet where like they show a graphic when he let go of that football, Jeff. Cooper was on the backside of the linebacker, and obviously you had the linebacker, you had the safety over top, and you had the corner, Stevenson, on the other side. And that is the quintessential big league throw where you throw a guy open in anticipation. Threading a needle. Oh, man, it was gorgeous. But, you know, I just read this before I got on here, just did a quick scan in case I missed something on social media, but Joe Flacco had 178 yards and two touchdowns outside the pocket against yeah. the Bears. That is the most in a game since Patrick Mahomes in 2018 in the NFL. And this is a guy, theoretically, that came off the couch. I mean, are you kidding me? And Flacco is not mobile, but he was mobile enough to create windows of opportunity. And watching him live like that, and and I've called many of his games, obviously, in the years and and covered that Super Bowl that he won, it just seemed like he was just flicking the football. He still has a strong arm, and it's accurate. Jeff, you know what it also for me was as I was watching this game unfold when we were texting back and forth with guys and like before the fourth quarter started and we were like, oh, no, what I said, like, there's no way the Bears can lose this game because the the Browns are starting four offensive linemen that are backups at this point with Batonio out. And, and our defense was being able to pressure him consistently with just our four. 
So it was this enormous mismatch. This is where coaching is so important. You just mentioned it. You, I didn't hear that stat. That's a brilliant stat of how successful Flacco was outside the pocket because they knew they couldn't protect him in the pocket with their offensive line issues. They started moving him. At 38-year-old quarterback, you know, Stefanski started moving him out on the edge, and it gave him more time to make these throws. And you're right. I mean, it was heartbreaking fashion in which it all unfolded. Yep, and you just hope now that uh, they still feel that they're going to bring it, bring the heat on Sunday, and you just want December football to be meaningful. And now I, I guess the best scenario is make the last week of the season mean something yeah. against Green Bay. Whatever the case, I, you know, it would be a miracle. But just, you know, bring it. And, and I don't think this team is going to be a type of team that's just going to fold up and say, yeah, we're done. I don't see that. They're too young. They still they they like playing. There's some guys in that locker room have a lot to play for. Uh, Jalen Johnson, one of them. You know, he's talking today in great detail about his season with a big smile on his face because he is playing some great football, taking the ball away for the first time in his career, and he's he's given up the fewest yards uh, receiving in the NFL this season. I mean, as a corner, it's just really some terrific numbers. And you know, he wants to stay here now. But he wants to be paid, too. But he wants to stay here because Montez Sweat's here. And the Bears are going to get better. They're going to get better players. They're going to get in a free agency on the draft. And this will be a better team next year, for sure. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yep. The talent is starting to really start to grow. But now, again, that whole thing of learning how to finish. I know we're all sick of hearing it and saying it. It's been several years now, and not just this administration, but previous. And uh, But it is a process. And they're taking their lumps along the way, but there's learning in every aspect of this. Is there blaming me for being sick? Yep. You know, that's, that's horse yep. manure. That is horse manure because when I saw him last Thursday night, he then got, he was sick on Friday. There's no chance it could have come <laughs> from me. The incubation period right, is right. not a mere 17 hours. No. Well, we got a lot of bugs out there going around yes. right now, so we don't know uh, how quickly some of these things are processing. But uh, he likes I'll tell to you point what. the finger awful quick, though. I, I can't disagree. Yeah, but you, know, you, you can't put, disagree. You put him in a, Jeff, you put him you can't in a tough disagree spot. with what? That Waddle got there No, six, they, they, or that there's points, a finger pointer. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. a finger pointer at yeah, times. Just but, I, you know, it's just it's a little it's a little tricky. I mean, yeah. this whole – so now I'm a little gun-shy about uh, yeah. he's hanging in his zip code. And now, yeah. you know, we're standing next to each other doing the TV show. And, yeah. and he kept it, he kept on saying, listen, I'm fine. I yeah. feel fine. Yeah. I feel fine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you got, you got the sniffles and a little bit more. So, right. And, and now what, what's wrong with, with Sylvie? Well – well, the golden pipes are a little rusty right now, so you yeah, shut her is, down it, for a day. I mean, it's already Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I, here's think he the thing. Wanted, I think Jeff, honestly, I, and I give him credit for it, I think he's preparing for the weekend. He wanted to make sure he was in tip-top shape, and he wasn't going to compromise you and Tom as well with how bad he's feeling. That's a professional move. That's I'm, a pro. That's a pro who wants to be ready for Sunday. Yeah, no, I uh, just think he wanted a day off. Yeah, here's a uh, midweek day off. Here's yeah. the downer. It doesn't matter, Jeff, because you've already stood next to Tom Thayer while right. we know he was <laughs> exposed. Yeah, he was in his incubation period. So I am not going down. Going do not down. put the. Hey, listen. Not, do not put those thoughts in my head. I've been accused many times of being psychosomatic, and and let me tell no. you a story. Wait, there was a story. There was. I don't know if I ever told you this one. We're in, so I've been to Colorado many times. Okay, I have a hard time adjusting in the mile high air. The altitude. Like the, I, you know, and I get made fun of about this all the what time. What happens from to you? What happens to you when you get in that environment? Headache. Severe. 
Yeah. Ooh. So from the first time I've ever was there to, you know, I have to make sure I'm hydrated and don't drink alcohol. Yes. In the first. So one of these times. Imagine I that. Remember, you're not wait. allowed to drink while you're on the air. No. <laughs> the night before, Tommy. <laughs> okay. The sorry. night before having an adult beverage. All right. But uh, so one instance in particular. Uh, we went out with Tom's friends to a nice steak dinner. You're supposed to also not have a heavy dinner. Ooh. So you kind of just adjust and adapt. Well, we got the big steak and a couple drinks, and Little Z bought an after-drink cocktail that I downed as well. Well, I don't even know what it was. Ooh. So middle of the night, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I mean, I'm, I'm in big trouble. Like, it's not, it's not good either way. Praying to the you porcelain know? gods? Yeah, or? everything, Ooh. everything. I come out of that thing, and I am peaked, to say the least. <laughs> And so, literally, you remember Bobby Slater and the of guys? Of course, yeah. yeah. They put me on an IV before the game. Perfect. I'm in the locker room getting an IV yeah. four hours before kickoff, and we had a TV show, and I roll out there, and I look like death warmed over, and I am white as a sheet. I don't even know what I'm saying in my stand-up, but I, I pulled it off and threw to a feature and went back to the IV and... All the the all makes, well then end well. It I did makes the game. You feel, it makes yeah. you feel like better but immediately. The best hangover remedy is yes. getting yourself an IV. Absolutely. But the funniest thing about that, though, we when we got to the team hotel that day, so I occasionally I'll go to mass. There's mass right when you get. And I, Roger Hacker, who used to work in the in the in the Bears PR yep. department, now works for the St. Louis Blues. Great guy. He turned to me and looked at me and said, "Boy, you're not looking too good." And I'm like, "Don't start," yeah. because it was a topic all Talked week. Talked you into it. And I'm like, um, listen, do not know you don't. I'm yep. fine, Roger. Stop with the shenanigans. And sure enough, psychosomatic. So don't make you, me sick you, by something. You know, speaking of the, the like every Sunday when, when it was me, Mass. it was me, Thayer, and Zorich were usually the three that were always. That and, went to Mass. pregame and, Mass. And, yeah. and Mass. Well, whatever it was, 730, yeah. whatever it was. So it was me, Thayer, and, and, and Zorich. I'm not saying that like, you know, we are all, we were the three pious you know, perfect uh, players on the bit, team. A little bit. No, you not. Were. That's little not bit, what I'm saying. Bit. I'm not just saying. A little bit. A little You're bit. Cincinnati Molar. You yeah, that's right. I was praying to God that somebody <laughs> wasn't going to kill me out there in three hours is what I was doing. I think so. you. I think you're trying to point out that uh, you're expecting to see Chris Zorich and Tom Thayer at the pearly gates when all is maybe so. <laughs> yes, maybe so. Maybe so. Hey, what's on your Christmas tree? Jeff, do you have a Christmas tree? First off, Absolutely. is it real? Is it a real, it's a real tree. or a fake? R- real is the only way to go, bro. Oh. Really? So you don't mind the mess that's that's Hey, made. listen. It is a mess. There's no question yeah. about it. And it's so bad of a mess that in my little house, my little living room, I uh, two years ago, I was taking out the tree and I left it for maybe too many days into January. Oh, yeah. So it was crisp, right? Yeah. I decided to take it out. Uh, I have two options. Okay, two doors. One out of the dining room, one out of my office. I tried to go, and, and the branches were so sharp, it scratched my TV screen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it was no. a self-inflicted wound. This is totally my fault. And, and every time I see that scratch, it doesn't affect viewing the television, but sure. I know it's there. It bugs me. So, yeah. no, Christmas tree real. Love it. Love the smell. Absolutely. And, uh, what? and I'll tell you, you what I have do, on do, the tree. That do, you, do, you have it, do you have it delivered, or do you go pick it out? Do you have it chopped well, this, down? Now, Okay, when the kids were little, we'd go chop them down out okay. in the far west. It was awesome, great experience all the time. Then I started By far going far west. What do we mean, Mundelein? How far no. west are we going? Portland, Western Oregon, suburbs. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, like uh, I don't know, Harbor Montana. area. There. <laughs> the, the, the end of the line of the trains out there He's past St. Charles. Griswold on the drive home with, yeah. with the tree on his uh, little bit. I'm not gonna wagon. lie. 
Um, and then I started, you know, picking them up. Uh, there's lots, you know, people come down oh, from yeah. Michigan, put the trees out there. But the last couple of years, I've had it, I have it, had it delivered day after uh, Thanksgiving because Ooh. I don't have time. It's still football season, so I thought, why not? So, you know, takes care of business, a beauty. All good. That that is a long time to have a real tree up. You better be watering that thing on a daily basis. It just recently started sucking up the juice. Really? So I'm okay. Starting, you know, but it's good. It, it's still good. No, not a lot of needles. We got a good one. This Thank is a good God one. you're not a cigarette smoker because if you <laughs> light up a couple of heaters in there with with a dry tree, next thing you know, the whole uh, place is no, up in flames. No problem. I mean, I hey, listen. I'm even guilty of leaving the lights on when I'm gone. Uh, uh, you know, I what? shouldn't do that, but. No. Yeah, you know, I, I love Christmas. I do love you? Christmas. What's under your tree? Well, you got I'm, some I'm presents? Give it up. What do you? You know, <laughs> what I, do you, you got? Know, you know, you know, open up the presents before you, you know, before Christmas morning. What's the matter with you? Okay, I'm actually. Are having, you a good I'm, gift I'm, giver? Outstanding. I'm okay. actually having Christmas with my, with my youngest daughter, Caitlin, tonight. Awesome. Because she's leaving tomorrow to go. Uh, places elsewhere to go visit family, so I get her tonight, and That's Kelly, great. my oldest, comes in on uh, Friday. So I'll do another one. That's fantastic. Oh, Multiple Merry but I tell you, Christmas. I'll tell, you what's on, I'll tell you what's on my tree that maybe, I don't know who does this anymore. It's not environmentally conscious or whatever, but I love Christmas. Uh-huh. But I put tinsel on the tree. Oh, really? I do. You're I the have, tinsel guy. I'm the tinsel guy. <laughs> and you know what? Last year, I waited too long to find the tinsel because it was already all purchased. sold out. Yeah, sold out because Ooh. they don't put many out there. Because people don't buy it anymore. You so I go to Hobby them. Lobby. I you go to Hobby Lobby. Hey, any tinsel? No, man, you got to come. You got to come a lot sooner than the day before Christmas. No, it wasn't the day before Christmas, but but I bought the tinsel in advance. I got tinsel on the tree, and it looks very nice. You got You talk about a mess to clean up afterwards. After <laughs> oh, Christmas, you, over. Yes, a real yes, tree and because tinsel. nightmare. You can't put the tinsel out on the lawn. <laughs> You, you don't they have won't like take the, the tree. popcorn string around the tree, too, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't well, like that. All right. Okay. This leads us perfectly to the setup. You want to ask him your question? What? What, was what we were talking about earlier. Have you ever played hide the pickle in the tree, Jeff? That has happened, yes, and there is one in the tree. See? See? Oh, I did not that, know Waddle. that. Waddle's See? yelling at me like, what's hide the pickle? I, I'm not going to lie, Jeff. What game I told you a story, to play, No, it's not a no, game I wanted no. to play. <laughs> tell him, tell him what it is. Time out. It's not, I, and I'll tell him. Okay. It's not the game I wanted to play. I told you. That I had never, my family hasn't played that game, but I have some derelict friends who did a deviation of that game. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. It was hide the penis ornament. All right, enough. You've got to be kidding me. I'm serious. It's a German-American Christmas tradition. First child finds it, gets a little surprise, a little prize. Well, whoever finds the penis ornament gets a big (laughs) surprise as well. (laughs) I'm just saying. This is what I'm saying is, is that this is the demented portion of... My, you know, my friend crew mm. is that they I, take what is a very special, yes, it is special. nice right. tradition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. completely soil it I, in their own special way. Maybe you need way. to find a different new friend, kind of friend yes. group. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Derelicts and you're, all right. You're let right. me let me switch it on. You're always yeah. asking me questions. I I've been starting to do this. I, I scan the globe of NFL media guides, which they no longer print. You got to get them online. Blah blah blah. And sometimes they do these fast facts with players. Right. Yeah. So you're ex player. And we got a, a great talk show host here. So let, let's ask. I'm gonna give you a quick five pack. You got. You can't okay. think about it. You just go. gotta react. Go. Right? Let's do this. So this is what I'm gonna be asking. If you could be a, a character from a TV show, who would you be? Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. Meller. Oh, I'm playing too. Absolutely. Yeah. Homer Simpson. Really oh, nice. No. Would you rather have a rewind or pause button in your life, Meller? Oh, rewind. Rewind. 
Really? Tom? Yeah. Rewind. Yeah. Ooh. Listen, I, like, I got I, friends I, that have a you have penis ornaments on their trees. Uh, I want to rewind true. and stop <laughs> that. I'm, pa- I'm pausing and enjoy the moment. Okay, that's my, good. All right, if you had to make your sandwiches with the same two meats and one cheese the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, I'm going salami with ham and then give me uh, probably a white American cheese. Okay, I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go also with ham. I love ham. I would say uh, prosciutto mm-hmm. and I'll go with um, what is the round? Like provolone? The provolone. provolone. Yeah. Nice. I'm going white American, and uh, my grandfather used to love a little fried bologna with onions really? with ketchup on rye bread. Co- time so I'm going to have to do that. Time oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. And you make it in Crisco. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> no. No. I it's just a- threw up in my wait, mouth. Wait, it's awesome, and I throw some turkey on there. Okay. What is something you can't live without? Air. <laughs> ah, come on, don't be. Give me okay. something. Uh, I I will say a nice bottle of scotch. Oh, there you go. Fine. <laughs> if no? I'm not going to say the the uh, my family. Yeah, no, no. I was going to say if I'm not going to go family, I'd go football. I Ooh, have that's football. A good one. That's I, a good I, one. I I have football and the ESPN 1000 Chicago app. Oh, look All at right. you. That Last was awesome. One. Last one. If you could go to any sporting event. That has ever taken place, Ooh. what would it be? Now, you may not be able to answer this one right away. I had to give it a in thing. In the future too. or the past? Well, the future, ever know, has taken place. Know, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen uh, in the future. Well, you could project. No, that, yeah. yeah uh, uh, so you're going in the past. You know what? Here's the thing, Joniak. Waddle was probably at one of the best ever. I know it's the one he says. Oh, the game, game seven of the Cubs and. and, and uh, and and Indians at yeah, the time, yeah, he wasn't yeah. even a that, Cubs that fan. Jeff, there's no question. I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm a Reds fan. That was the most electric sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life with the ebb and flow of that game. I think that for me, the two best I've actually ever attended as a fan. Uh, game one of the 2005 World Series as a Sox fan was awesome to be in the house at the cell for that game. And then uh, at the, you were there as well, Joniak, the NFC title game at Soldier Field against the Saints. Yep. You have the home crowd. Obviously, you're never going to have a home crowd, or at least usually not going to have a home crowd, not here in Chicago, for a Super Bowl. So to see the Bears advance to the Super Bowl was awesome to be. The crowd was insane. It was electric that night. The snow globe moment. Yes. That was one of the what best was yours? Chicago history. Well, uh, I'm going to go with, well, I just I went to the Hawks game last night with my daughter, so I haven't been in a while. So I enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hadn't been in a while. So I thought about, hey, it would have been nice to be at Miracle on Ice. Okay, that's oh, a good because one. Yeah. That, that's got to be one of the best of all time, right? Yes. I mean, and you know what's crazy about that is you would have known before almost the entire country, Jeff, because obviously was on that delay. game was on tape delay. Yeah. See, I don't even know that. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, because it was yeah, because your nose is in the the NFL, you know, team right, dodge right. right now because <laughs> you're in the midst of the season. You would you would have been walking around Lake Placid knowing before oh a lot God. of people in the entire country knew because remember with a little wink was it, who was the host of that? Was it Costas? Now he was too young. No, for I don't that. know. Might have been know. Al Michaels said. You're Al gonna Michaels want, did think, the game. I think he said oh, something yeah. like, "You're going to want to stick around for this one." Almost hinting oh. at the idea, knowing what what the result was. Yeah, uh, and of course, you know anything with MJ, uh, the yeah. the game at Chicago Stadium when he willed the team to victory over the Pistons to force a Game Seven that they ultimately didn't win, and that like sparked the next future of success for MJ and the guys. I was at that. I was at the game in Utah, the final shot. You can't beat that. I That's mean, I great. was on the team bus going back to the hotel after wow. that. That cool. was insane. So I've experienced a lot, but things that I haven't been to literally, I may have watched it but not been there, 
Now as an adult, yeah, I'd like to check out Miracle on Ice. That's nice. That's a good All right, well, what'd you hey. get, Wait, what'd you get there for Christmas? Oh, we don't exchange gifts. No? What's the matter with you? He, he doesn't <laughs> buy gifts for I anybody. I, you know what, Jeff? I just told Meller and the guys, I don't think I've bought a Christmas gift in four years. Because my wife takes care of everything, and my kids are not kids anymore; they're adults. Yeah. Well, that's not. But true. my wife was she buying her own gifts for herself and giving your putting your name on it or putting it from Santa? What's the story? No, from us, from mom and dad. Like, no, if I wait, out, wait, no, 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 no. What? You're you're not buying your beautiful bride a gift. You're not going. We don't out. buy each other gifts because like that's yeah. we just. Like, okay. you know what it'll do? This is what I've done in the past. She's in Italy right now. She's got a So life. she said to me, she said to me before she left, she said, don't worry about anything. If I find something, I'll buy it, which is yeah. normally how we She's do it anyway. She's got an open line of credit. Okay. That's usually, what she gets. That's not true. Usually, <laughs> usually my kids will, will, uh, will all, you know, congregate and they'll say, what do you want to get mom? And I go, I don't know. What do you think she wants? And they'll come up with a, an answer and I'll pay for it and it'll be under the tree on Christmas Day. Okay, well, it, I mean, it well, works for me, us. Do, do you not like the thrill of just opening, or is that just you know not your uh, thing anymore? Don't care. I, you know, I, I, I'm. I'll put it this way, and I'm not saying this, to, you know, to be a wise guy. I'm not a. I, I, I doesn't float my boat to open gifts. I'd rather give a gift yeah. than get a gift. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. You as you so age, let me ask you. Mature, let me what? ask you. Ask me. Ask you another question. Yeah. Have, have you ever received a gift that made you cry? Oh yeah. What was it? Um. Penis ornament? It was not a penis ornament. Okay, just checking. It was not. That was not it. You know, um, Meller, we try to zig. You don't need to zag back. Listen. Yeah. I'm trying to think what it was. I, I do remember. I Well, the last time I cried was at my daughter's wedding. Um, but something that they gave. Oh, my wife. How about this? My wife went. This is the greatest gift of all. She contacted. I, I think it was either Brian McCaskey or George McCaskey. Because. We can't get all of, you can't find all of the games from years ago on, you know, anywhere. Right. Yeah. So she asked if they would put all of their, our games on like a thumb drive. Yeah. Or certain so games. Could, and they did. So you could watch. And my wife awesome. gave that to me and one, one Christmas a couple of years ago. From all of the games that I played in. That's awesome. That's cool. That is. Very and, cool. and the fact that the right. Bears were accommodated, the, the request was fabulous as Lab, well. Three catches for 36 yards. <laughs> Do you know what? This guy over here, uh, I tell Johnny, you. I bust my balls more than anyone on the planet about being a bad NFL player. No, no, and that's why about you love me. About being a bad <laughs> NFL player. That's why you love me. Someone has to keep you in check. Everyone else is walking around the ESPN Chicago Ebbs. Genuflecting at the altar that of Tom Waddle. That's not Someone true. Someone has that's to keep true. the diva just a little bit. We just don't, we don't want you turning into true. George Pickens. That's all. That's not true. We love oh, you. Oh yeah, that that quote bothered the hell out of, of me. Course. By the way, what is with this guy? I don't. It's Chase Claypool sure. part two. I mean, what? In, yeah, I didn't like that. But hey, much respect for T. Waddle. Come Thank on, you, Jeff. Come on, Thank listen. You. Anybody who played the game, I got. I have respect. He's my favorite wide receiver who averaged nine yards a catch in the NFL. Okay, again, jackass. My yards per catch average is better than Keenan Allen's lifetime. <laughs> Touche. Check it out. Touche. Look it up. Listen. Google me. Uh, okay. How many guys get the John Madden stamp of approval? Oh, listen. Hey, you can right? show you. You know what, Mallory? You can show yourself you know out right now because okay. Jeff and who I got you, this covered. Who do you think? Who do you think created the Waddles World Open that every single day? Oh, that's true. That's right. That's right. That would be that. one that. Jeff Mallory. All right, Tony. I got All right. Uh, Thanks, hey, bud. Merry Christmas, to Merry you Christmas, and your guys. Family. You, Enjoy uh, tonight with your daughter. We'll do and. and uh, Bear down, all right? Bear we'll be, down. Li- we'll be listening on Christmas Sylvie, Eve. Sylvie, feel better, buddy. I know you're listening. 
Yep, absolutely. All right, All right Jeff, Christmas, thanks, man. Bye, guys. See you, buddy. He'll be on the call on Christmas Eve with Tom Thayer, of course, on your home of the Bears, ESPN Chicago. Would you ever have guessed that Joniak was a tinsel guy? I was a tinsel guy young, in, like when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved tinsel. But not even th- we haven't put tinsel on <laughs> the is, tree yeah. in, in a not, long no, time. I would not have pegged him for a tinsel guy. No. Right, we got to uh, we got to break. We'll be back here in a moment. I'm Jeff Miller. And for Sylvie, it's Waddle and Sylvie. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at PointsBet Sportsbooks. Find a location near you at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Congratulations, 7-0 once again to the champions of the inaugural NBA in-season tournament, your Los Angeles Lakers. Just raise the banner and just say you're in season. Like, is this is this you doing this or is this them, Tyler? Was this actually, was this them or did you? No, this is me. This, oh, this, this is Tyler. Okay, so they didn't play this. Poking fun. Okay. Me being an ass. Yeah. I think they should have, honestly. I think you should drink it in and play it up. They are no. the champions of the in season tournament. I mean, like you're just asking for people to. MJ never raised an in season tournament banner, right? Yeah, and I don't think that he never, feels there's a they never is there won an emptiness one. in his no doubt in his career. I think there that. probably is. I think when you look back, no you'll say, okay, sure, he won six titles, but how many in season tournament yeah, champions? That's been like the the low hanging fruit kind of mm-hmm. joke that's been out there. Yeah, since they won that, sure. the whole LeBron James Michael comparison. Yeah, look, I, I'm with you. You want to hang a banner? Hang a banner. I don't think it's embarrassing. It's no. kind of silly to me, but. Like, you be silly is all you want. It's only, but it's really, I think it's silly. You know, the people that are really kind of defiantly against it are the ones that still have the LeBron Michael kind of. Yes. Yeah. Or those that don't like LeBron. People that don't like LeBron, you probably are bothered by the banner. Yeah. I don't give a rat's ass. No, and, and once it becomes, you know, the norm, we, the in-season tournament, assuming, like, and I, I think that will be the plan, I think it'll actually become a much bigger event as the NBA will try and, I think they're going to try and sell it as its own product to some streamer. You know, I think they're going to try and, that's because that's what professional well, sports look, leagues it, do. It, it exists because it's, somebody is giving you cash for it. Yes, and they're going to, I think this, honestly, it will, it will be sponsored in the future. Yes. It will, Wasn't it sponsored this time? No, but I think it'll have a name sponsorship going gotcha. forward. Like, they just, this year was the first year they wanted to put it out there, show you what it is. Yeah. In the future, I I don't know if it'll be the Kia in-season sport, you know. Look, uh, I think it was, uh, again, it wasn't something that, I watched the final game with the Pacers and the Lakers. Um, Did you watch the semifinals at all? The Thursday games where you had the early afternoon. I don't think well, so. You, you were working. Well, we were working, I was, but I was traveling to Tampa, so I caught a little bit of it. As... I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna. I, there's no reason for me to rage against it. I think that they they accomplished their goal, which was to yeah. to draw attention to it, and 
if you're trying to build your fan base and grow your fan base, and this is something that that resonated with people, then God bless you. Listen, I don't have to consume it. Nobody is forcing me to watch it. But you did, right? You watched. I did. It. I watched the you final, pro- and you start pro- to finish. I st- I watched the final game like from the very beginning. Yeah, and and Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers play made it a little more intriguing. The, the, the thing that I thought was most like noticeable was how meaningful it was to like ad was really dialed in so was lebron and everybody else but i'm not i mean i'm shocked is probably a strong word but i was surprised at how much enthusiasm there was you put real stakes behind it right like you had a trophy and you had half a million dollars to the winner so how many of those guys went straight to the tables after and it was in vegas yeah uh it's a good question six i don't know yeah, I, but it was, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, so the the Lakers are in town tonight visiting the Bulls. Danny Centerman's probably having dinner right now before going over there to uh, watch the game with the family. They're going to check it out. His son Avery wanted to go see LeBron James play. He gave them the option, right? It was yes. either tonight's right. game or tomorrow's game against the San Antonio Spurs with Wemby. Wemby. And what, Which would you have chosen? I absolutely, personally, would have chosen... The Lakers, because I think the opportunity to see LeBron James play for what could be one final time here in United Center, I would choose that over Wemby because there'll be more opportunities in the future of Victor Wembanyama. I think if you're if you're moved by the buzz in a building, there's more buzz for the Lakers being there with LeBron and yes. AD. But I think because I'd like I'd like to see Wembanyama play in person, I probably would have. I don't know what you I would have chosen. chosen. The Spurs. I know. Put it this way: if 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 I got the booby prize, which was the game tomorrow night against yeah, the Spurs, I wouldn't okay have bothered. It, I mean, I wouldn't been bothered by it. Yeah. Now, what did you say, Tyler? You were very adamant of your He's, selection. Like LeBron's been around for so long. Like, if you've missed your opportunity over the course of like twenty something years now. Well, listen. If you're if you're Avery and you're ten years old, yeah. you haven't had. You know, endless opportunity was just in his first decade. Like I don't, I don't get the allure of going to see LeBron anymore. He's just been around for so long. For me, I'm I moved on to the. I want to see the next thing. I want to see Victor Wembanyama. I I care when Ja comes to town. I care when when players like that, these young exciting players that are coming to town, more so than I do with a LeBron at this point. Speaking of Ja, how about his return last night? I didn't see the game. But I was. I watched the fourth quarter, and I think he had 36 points. But more importantly, he had the the uh, the game winning shot as time expired. And down the stretch, I think he had the final six points for Memphis. As, uh, there's no denying his talent. It's like, just whether or not he's has he learned from his mistake, and, and there is some you know yeah. some growth well, and some maturity. Interesting. You you mentioned that. What was it was reported. That as he was coming off, he talked about, at, you know, not in the locker room, but as he was leaving, uh, there was people who were covering the game talked about how he was talking about keeping receipts, I guess, for those who questioned his ability to return. I don't think anybody's ever questioned his ability as a player. Uh, that's just not the approach. The no, reason exactly. why you were suspended Dude. because you were... Brandishing a gun on social y- y- media yeah. when you had already been asked once not to do that. Yeah, you. I mean, like... This was a self-inflicted suspension. Exactly. Nobody. And you're going to keep receipts. That's that. Like that tells me where, that maybe the growth that you were hoping for isn't set in yet. Yes, that was my exact thought. I, I mean, didn't know that. Yeah, I know. And that. it was. I read it uh, earlier this morning. Did I, you see who else is keeping receipts too? Who? Oh. Tua. Tua's keeping receipts. Tua said he's for keeping what? receipts of all the people who said he can't be an effective quarterback without Tyreek Hill. 
He brought that up today. Um, Listen, if, I mean, like okay. that one is is that one right there is more digestible for me. Like, if you want to create something to inspire you, that's fine. The keeping receipts for people that question whether or not you were going to be able to show the growth after getting yeah. suspended for brandishing a gun and getting in a fight with a 16-year-old or whatever the, the case was. Like, yeah, you're not really. The, that receipt keeping doesn't, yeah. doesn't play with me. I agreed. Um, Tua, by the way, I know Danny was mentioning, we, we mentioned him going to the Bulls-Lakers game tonight. He was talking about how he's all in on hard knocks. I have been as well, the in-season hard knocks. I've seen it. I've seen clips with the Dolphins. I will say, I always, and Mike McDaniel is fascinating. You know, he's somebody who you, I think most people, if you watch this, you would love him to be the head coach of your football team. More importantly, he was more than willing to take full accountability for the Dolphins' loss to the Titans. This was, you know, it was on yesterday, Tuesday, so it was recapping the week prior when they blew the Monday night gamer to the Titans in a very in a game that most people thought they would seal oh, yeah. away. I will he was he talked about how the play calls that he sent were trash and you know that was on him and also mentioned how, you know, he was calling why the game that they lost to the Titans on national television was going to be great for him, great for them. And he said ultimately because they were going to make it great. They weren't going to not learn from it. They were going to take that and move forward. Now, I don't know if they're going to because the Dolphins have a hellacious schedule down the stretch. Their final three games, yeah. as they try and they have Baltimore once. They've got the Cowboys this weekend. They don't have a, a, a good, good win. win on their record. They just don't. No, well, and I listen, mean, they've got three cracks to put one on their waddle because they, they go, they're home against the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Then they go to Baltimore on New Year's Eve to take on the Ravens. And they close the season against the Bills. They've got three damn hard games on their schedule as they try. If they win out, they would be the number one seed in the AFC. I don't think they're going to win out, though. Especially with Tyreek Hill ding-dum. Yeah, I, I mean, that's why, to me, the team that has been most impressive is the 49ers. Yeah. Now, they had a stretch of three losing games. Which, but if you look at the bulk of their work... I believe in those three games, Trent Williams was out. Wasn't he out for all of them? I think so. I think um, they had some injuries, but they've got to win over the Cowboys in decisive fashion. Yeah. They've got to win over the Eagles in decisive fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every game that since the three-game losing streak, they've won every game by at least, what is it, 12 points? Yeah, they've been double digits, taking teams to the woodshed. That's the only team I've seen played to this point. Maybe things will change in the final three weeks where you say they do everything significantly better than others. And the Ravens have a chance this weekend um, to actually, and the game is in Santa Clara, so... Uh, I believe, what are they? They're five-point favorite, the Niners. 49ers are. The, this well, is going to be, I mean, this will be the best. way in turning a lot of people who may not be big believers in Baltimore. If Baltimore wins that game, yeah. wow. Baltimore's and, a good team. I mean, I'm not they denying they're a good team, but I, I would still say that the 49ers are yeah. the best the league has to offer. If they maintain general, like for the most part, good health, I think the 49ers are absolutely the team. This to could beat. be a preview of the Super Bowl yes. right here. There's no weekend. doubt. 312-332-3776, taking your calls on Waddle and Sylvie. I'm Meller. In for Sylvie. I see we've got a caller who took your advice Ooh. on a what to watch for, and they will... Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, yeah. but we'll find well, out. Let's find out. We'll do that next here on ESPN 1000. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. 
in for Sylvie today on Waddle and Sylvie. And every Friday on Waddle and Sylvie, right around this time, we do a segment called What to Watch For. I think it's something that uh, most people enjoy, maybe most of the show. I, it's their favorite thing. <laughs> I've gotten lots of comments from people that I know that referencing things that we've talked about on What to Watch For. Things we've suggested. I just gave you one today off the you air. Did. I gave you Murder in Boston. You want to? So there you go, Murder in Boston, which is available. Jason on Hare, Max. yeah, Jason Hare, our buddy, that friend did, of the show, did uh, the Last Dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a producer. It's a three-part uh, miniseries. Miniseries. They're an hour each, and and I didn't like a lot of these shows like that. I feel like you could have done them in a show and a half. Yes, this one. Needed the time. I thought was really well done, and it and it approaches the, you know, it was a very famous you know crime. It approaches it from a very wide angle lens approach, and I thought it was great. All right, so uh, that is a little early taste of what to watch for from Waddle Murder in Boston. But Stevie, who's in Portage Park, also recently watched something that you suggested. Stevie, what was what's that? up? You're on with Waddle. Hey, how's it going? Good. Happy holidays, fellas. Same yeah, I to hope you. I remember. I hope I remember this correctly, but you know I'm a, I listen to the knucklehead. I'm a knucklehead sports guy. I listen to you guys jaw all the time. Drive my wife and daughter crazy with it. <laughs> Excellent. And I think last and uh, I think it was last Friday. I hope I remember this correctly. But you recommended uh, Bad Surgeon, I believe. I think that was Sylvie. Sylvie recommended was that, Sylvie that, that one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So last was it night, good? It was good. Yeah. Last night I'm sitting with my wife. And we're looking for something to watch, and I go. Oh, a bad surgeon. I heard it's really good. And she goes, okay, let's try it. We put it on. I said, hey, you know who recommended this? Uh, said, said, said this was good. You know, right? And she looks at me and she says, oh, no, don't tell me the sports talk radio guy. Yeah, that's right. I go, you know it. There you exactly, go. Exactly, Stevie. And I was, right. I was giving you a shout out, Wada, but I guess whoop, I got to give it to you. Yeah, well, well see, right. I would take it. But, you know, being the stand-up guy I am, it was <laughs> Sylvie's. Here you go, Stevie. Isn't it a true story too? It's one of it is. yes, yeah. yeah, it is. It's creepy, and you know, it's short. It's a, it's three parts, three hour or so, fifty minute long segments or whatever. So you can watch it. You know, love it. So Steve, Stevie, you can co-sign Sylvie's recommendation. Here's yeah. what you need I to do. I will co-sign it. You I will need, co-sign you, it. Now, the next time, once you guys finish finish Bad Surgeon. You need to, or bad surgeons. You need to then recommend that you check out Murder in Boston. And I then, will. And then once you rope your wife and she says, "Oh, this is pretty good," that's when she you may go, at yeah, some point, though, Stevie, say, "Listen, can we lighten this up a little bit and watch comedy because the eh. subject matter is, you know, it's kind of dark, but eh, it's good." Maybe, maybe she likes the, she likes the medical stuff and okay. she likes the the murder mystery. True crime, you know? yeah. There, there you go. go. That's it. True crime, yeah. So all right. you know, it's all good. All right, good awesome. stuff, Thanks, Stevie. Stevie. Thanks for checking in, is, man. Is there? All right, fellas. Happy holidays. Same to you. Is there going to be another True Detective? Yes. Um, is it Holly Hunter? I, I just saw. Or is it Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster, yes. Jodie Foster, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I just saw a trailer for that. Speaking of what to watch for, usually we give away a Connie's Frozen Pizza to the 10th caller. We didn't have a chance to do it last week, so let's do it right now since we're talking about it. Right now, be the 10th caller to 312 332 3776, and you will win free pizza from Connie's. Nice. I'm Jeff Meller in for Sylvie. Up next, it's Aki's A list on Waddle and Sylvie.